Go for it. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast? Yeah. Say hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> That's so cute. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the channel and back to the podcast. Les Alex here, and today we have an awesome guest, Bird Bouchard from Red Cape Sports. How's it going, man? Hey, guys. Uh, what's up? Uh, super excited to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on, Alex. I know that this is, uh, I think, the second or third time on, but each and every single time, it's just as much fun, sometimes even more fun than the last. So. I'm yeah. excited to be here, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm super stoked. This is always, again, just like you said, it's always fun to have you on. Got some people in the chat. How's it going? How's it going? Um, before we get really into it, let me just say today's podcast, as always, is powered by FullCountMedia.com. That is my website. Sports, sports cards. Got a lot of awesome creators on there that have made uh, videos and other kind of content. Bird, you wrote an article for it, so check that out. Additionally, we're powered by all my amazing patrons over at patreon.com. That is the best way you can help support the content if you want. Otherwise, this podcast will always be here absolutely free to listen to and to see. Make sure to give it a five-star review in the Apple Store thing. Five-star, no one-stars. Just tell me on Twitter you hate my stuff. And make sure to like this if you're watching live or after the fact. All right, now that we're <laughs> past all of that awesome, fun housekeeping stuff, what's up, Joel? How's it going? Too fresh. TC Thunder. I don't know if you're here still. You you were commenting quite quite a while ago. We got we got started a little bit late today, um, so I do apologize for that. But out of limits. How's it going? Um, wow. Well. A lot has happened since my last episode, and really since my la my last video, a lot has happened in the sports world. Obviously, um, I mean sports sports are shutting down right now. The the there are boycotts or strikes or whatever you want to call them. Um, obviously, the NBA is has shut down. Um, the, surprisingly, the NHL has boycotted now. Um, the MLS, WNBA, Joel saying sell, sell, sell. I, I assume that you are uh, saying that in jest, Joel. <laughs> but what what do you think this means for the sports card market? I I mean I don't agree with that. I, I assume we're we're being facetious here. Some of these guys commenting in the <laughs> comment section. But what do you think all this means potentially, you know, the NBA not returning um, for the rest of the yeah. season? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, at the end of the day, this is all still, like, so new to me, still so fresh. Um, mm -hmm. there, 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 there's a lot going on. But in terms of what it's going to do to the market, if they go back and play tomorrow, like like a lot of very reputable sources are saying that they're going to mm -hmm. do, I don't think card prices are going to get affected, right? Because it's just like 48 hours. And it's like, yeah, you know, obviously people panic sell, but they were also very, very quick from the start of saying, hey, you know what, we're, we're going to go ahead and play 
Um, shout out to uh, Shamrock. Shamrock. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, Shamrock. saying by Lance Stevenson. Shamrock is always uh, <laughs> yeah. on the oh. on the Lance Stevenson grind. <laughs> That's great. Um, but I yeah. Um, basically, like I was saying, was like if if they go back and play Friday, I, I really can't see too much of of a fluctuation within the market, right? Again, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see what happens because I feel like even if they go to play Friday, from what I'm hearing, I don't think we're gonna see LeBron James again. Whether they whether they decide to play or not, it seems like oh wow, I hadn't heard that. That's what I'm hearing. Um, and kind of like reading between the lines a bit too on the Twitter. Again, I could be wrong, right? Because there's also reports saying that LeBron had had a change of heart, so. Right now, I'm reading from CBS Sports and ESPN, and, and they're kind of saying two different things. But yeah, I'm not, it, I'm not LeBron, so I can't speak for LeBron. But in terms of sports cards and their pricing, I, I wouldn't say it's time to sell. Yeah, no, I definitely don't think it's time to sell. I would not be jumping ship. I do not think the sports card market is crashing by by any means. Um <laughs> what's up red cape sports in the house uh, <laughs> the other half i'm assuming that's the other half of that's not me so <laughs> i'm hoping it's mitch otherwise we're being hacked <laughs> um <laughs> that's funny um it could be frank right no <laughs> <laughs> if it's frank uh, again we're being hacked <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean obviously i think what lebron you know because Initially, it was what the 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 Bucks, right? The Bucks were saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're yeah, gonna boycott um, everything because of all of the social injustice that was happening." Um, and and then the then the Lakers and I believe it was the Lakers and the Clippers said they didn't want to return at all. Um, yeah. And to be honest, those are probably the two most likely teams to win the championship. So what in the hell is the point of continuing the season if the two top dogs don't want to play? Like, that's like, what are we doing? We're, we're basically playing, like, a lesser version of the sport at that point. Um, so. Yeah, man. I don't know. And it's like, I'm trying to see it from all different levels of sports. Like, Right now, I guess again the NFL is kind of off the hook because of the off season. They're out of but season, like, yeah. Major, but like you know what I mean, Major League Baseball to me, Rob Manfred is is, for lack of better for for lack of better term, he he dropped the ball, and I'm a bit frustrated because, okay, well some teams are boycotting, some are still playing. Like there's literally there's a game on my TV right now, um, and then other teams are boycotting, other teams. The National Hockey League decides, oh, well, let's just do, like, a moment of silence, and that's it. Meanwhile, you got guys like Dustin Bufflin, Evander Kane, um, and, and, you know, the entire association saying, hey, you know what, like, we should probably postpone these games. And yeah. they did, but the reality is they saw that all these, all these basketball games got postponed, and they saw the movement that was happening. They showed up to the rink, and they still went through with playing the games. So to me, yeah. NHL just they didn't get it. If that makes sense, they yeah. Just, I don't know. I I I think we 
we're, we're glued to our TVs on Sunday. We cheer when people score touchdowns, when they hit home runs, when they score goals, whatever it might be. Right, right. So it's like if you can't support these athletes when they're doing, you know, I guess their job, so to speak, how come we have so much issue with it? It's been 48 hours, basically not even, that we haven't had a game. And mm-hmm. it's like you also have issues with people looting and with people doing, you know, back back to the George Floyd stuff. But this is about as peaceful of a protest as you can get. Yeah. It doesn't get much more peaceful than just I don't know, man. not showing up. Yeah, yeah I, I think at the end of the day, whatever politics aside, right? Politics aside, and I was thinking about how I wanted to say this because you know, you, you know, I mean, you more, you know, you Red Cape Sports more so even than myself have have somewhat of a platform. However, you know, my like minuscule it is in the grand scheme of things, I would just say have compassion and have empathy, right? Like at the end of the day, have empathy. Yes, these players are getting paid millions of dollars to play a game, a, a, ch- a child's game, basically, right? But to say that these athletes aren't at all um, affected by this and affected by racism is absolutely not true, you know? So <laughs> I get the 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 counter argument of, well, these guys are millionaires. You know, they can go sit at home. They don't have to deal with it. But it, it they still have to explain to their kids in, in a way that, I mean, quite frankly, white people don't have to. You know, I'll never have to explain to my daughter how to talk to a cop to not get shot. Straight up. I, I don't I don't like bringing politics into it, but I, I do want to say just to have empathy for the the things that other people that aren't in your situation have to go through so that that's yeah. where i kind of stand with that um I, I get it right and it's like to me where, where i stand at this is like you know nike released such a such a wonderful kobe bryant tribute and the one thing that really resonated with me in that was be better whether it be, be better sure in your marriage whether it be at your job whether it be anything like be better and without getting too political i'll end it at that um because i see some great questions in here um specifically about some toronto blue jays um that's pretty cool so i see one here um thoughts on roddy Telez rookie cards going up (laughs) it's funny because this is a guy that frank um really enjoys so shout out to zach with that question um i guess i'll just take like a quick little stab and i think i think he's a heck of a player yeah I've been picking Teesker Hernandez. Um, that's been kind of my like under the radar guy for uh, for for the Blue Jays. But I mean, I, I was watching a game a couple weeks ago, a Blue Jays game, um, listening to the Blue Jays broadcast because they're hilarious. They are just they basically have no filter and they just go off and they talk smack on the other team. It's hilarious, like in a in a fun, friendly banter way. But um, they were basically saying uh, how Rowdy Telez, if he's not in the lineup, their chances of winning go down immensely. Um, so for that reason, I mean, I'm assuming these guys know what they're talking about because these are the team they cover day in and day out. So, I mean, um, 
I like Rowdy Tawaz. Just a quick He's little thing on that too. Well. It's funny that you mentioned that you're watching it. You enjoyed them um, because Joe Siddle um, is a good family friend of ours too. Um, oh wow! So I've known is Joe it? for a very long time. That's um, one of the uh, commentators then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so, you know, obviously he he played pro ball and all that, but he's from Windsor as well. Um, and his daughter um played baseball with sister as well. Um, so Joe's a great guy. Uh, he actually uh reached out to me earlier today to talk about the Taiwan Walkers League. So, I just thought that was cool. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm excited though. Um, for just. I I don't think sports cards are going anywhere anytime soon, even even if the NBA was to shut down tomorrow. Uh, we do have a couple questions here in chat. Um. Oh wow, he hit two home runs. Rowdy Tellez hit two home runs yesterday. Let's see. I didn't even notice that. Um. So I'm sure is. <laughs> I know he. I know he was doing well for the most part but i actually haven't sat down and like looked at his baseball reference yet so let me do that real quick Um, he's got six homers here how what's that oh no go go ahead no he's got he's got six home runs hitting 254 17 ribbies and his slugging is uh or rather his ops is close to 900 so that's pretty good obviously You'd like that average to be a bit higher, but average is not the be-all, end-all, in my book, at least. Um, Same, man. I, uh, I, honestly, I, I feel like average is, you know, you kind of substitute that for power in RBIs, and at mm-hmm. the end of the day, as long as you're not I, hitting, like, you got to be hitting your weight, right? You got to be hitting your weight. <laughs> I, I always look at OPS, and, and war, obviously. War is, in my opinion, war is the most important stat. Because that tells you how good and well-rounded of a player. Because it, it defense matters in war. Um, that's why, in my opinion, Mike Trout is a top ten player of all time because he averages eight war a season and never has negative war. <laughs> but that's another. There's a different discussion. Um, Joel says he's disappointed on struggling Vlad. I still believe in Vlad. I'm not selling on Vlad. I've got one PSA ten of the no uh, the no number, and uh, oh yeah, I'm not selling. I've got a couple raw, and I got those way before baseball started going nutty. I don't even I don't even know how much those are. I'm sure they're probably twenty dollars by now for just raw ones. But um, yeah, he is struggling though. Vlad is definitely struggling. I and I've said it before, and I think you might have even referenced it in one of your videos that these guys that are second generation players and the blue Jays have a lot of them. Um, I believe in them because they're not going to fold to the limelight into the hype into the big stage. That is the MLB. Um, and I think I would I think to imagine that the fact that there aren't fans in the stand has to be affecting some of these players more than others. Um, so I don't want to give excuses for him, but yeah, there's got to sure. be something um, to that. But as sports card collectors, to me, it's like, okay, is Vladdy struggling? Yeah, but we mm-hmm. both seem to think that he can get out of that said slump. Well, now's now's a great time to buy Vladdy Guerrero Jr. cards, especially that no-name 
or pardon me, uh, the no number. I keep saying no yeah. number, but uh, the no number card specifically, like you said, I'm pretty sure it's less than thirty dollars. So yeah, sure it's I, raw, but I mean that's not bad for a guy like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's got the potential to, you know, get back on pace and 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 live up to the hype. Definitely, and he uh, he's hitting two fifty five with four four bombs, and his OPS is. 779 and his war is only 0.1 but it's positive so that's good i mean i assume i would hope that a player of his caliber would have a positive war but um oh there's another blue jay and bo bichette yeah bo bichette i believe in i know didn't he just get put on the 10 day il or something just recently that's another thing that that i was gonna Another thing that I was going to say, so I have him in fantasy, but I find that um, downloading fantasy apps and also following players that maybe you don't have in fantasy, but that that you're looking for their sports cards, that really helps because that gives you a good mm-hmm. track record of how they've been doing over the last seven days. You know, are they injured? When are they not? When are they going to come back to play? Um, and it looks like September first is going to be uh, the hopeful return date for a guy like Bobachet. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he was killing it. He had five homers and I think he hit four in like seven games or something. Don't quote me on that, but it was something nutty like that. And uh, he's hitting 361 with an OPS of 1.063. Holy sm- I, I, ha- I have a lot of Boba Shet, so I'm not telling you to go out and buy all the Boba Shets because that's not, you know, what I do. I don't tell anybody about anybody to buy anything. But I didn't expect him to go off how he went off. I knew he was a solid defender, and I knew he had some pop. Um, but holy smokes, to have an OPS of above a thousand is just awesome, especially at his position. And he's like, what is he? He can't, he's like what? Exactly six foot, exactly six foot tall. So not the not the biggest, most you know. He's definitely not jacked on roids or anything. So. Um, Good evening. Um, what's that? He's got a silky smooth. Uh, oh my! It's swing. His his Instagram name is Bo Flows, and that's exactly what his his swing looks like. It's just a nice flow. Um. Oh, I see there too. Uh, you got highlighted. Eloy is killing it. Yeah, Eloy is killing it so much. In fact, um, I actually recently just picked up two of his PSA nines. Um. Because. I mean, if you want to talk about uh, a good buy, Eloy certainly is one of those. He's one of those guys who often gets forgotten, right? Like, oh yeah, we got Lou, we got Lou Bob, Tim Anderson, and the White Sox, Tommy Mercado. There's a lot of talent on that team, and for whatever reason, he seems to be forgotten. Yeah, he's definitely the guy in that lineup. I think that people tend to forget about. He was in my top four. Uh, PSA 10s under $40 to buy. The most recent one, just saying, on eBay that sold was for $64. Just saying. So if you bought whenever I said that I was buying, maybe, uh, you know, you made a little bit of profit. But I think that's definitely, that's what I love about baseball is they're like all good long-term holds, in my opinion. But also you have that opportunity to get, you know, 25%, sometimes even double your money, even just a month or maybe even a couple weeks after you buy it 
because we're seeing the same thing that we saw with basketball start to happen in baseball where, okay, Mike Trout's the top guy. Everybody's priced out of him. Who's the next guy? Uh, okay, well, those guys are gone. And now we're kind of getting to all-star players, no doubt, but kind of those – it's it's mean. It's, it's rude to say bottom-tier all-stars, but that's kind of how I feel – because they're still hell of you know they're hell of ball players like Eloy's a great ball player don't get me wrong but Mike Trout no um, <laughs> um but uh yeah Vlad's definitely struggling Eloy's a beast Robert B says Vlad thumbs down <laughs> oh not a fan of Vlad his dad was so fun like even if. Even if I didn't know anything about Vladimir Guerrero Jr., his dad was so fun to watch. Like, how could you not be a fan of that? Just in my opinion, like, oh god, and he could hit anything. He like swung it literally at pitches that bounced three feet. He hit a few home runs that literally bounced in front of him. <laughs> they like hit the plate and, and just smacked them over the wall. And like you mentioned, he had a cannon of an arm. Like, an oh my god. Absolute cannon oh my god one of, one of the best i've seen and that Did... includes you know failed pitcher uh happy success story rick and kill rick and kill man i was just about to say did you see dylan carlson's throw because for those that don't know despite wearing the 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 dirty red Sox hat that he's wearing right now bird is a cardinals uh, I am. fan um I am. I am. so dylan carlson finally starting to play well his average is a bit lower than i'd like his every offensive stat is pretty much not great but he's got a cannon he he threw a dart i mean an absolute dot and and uh threw out somebody at a third the other night that was but then they ended up scoring anyway the cardinals are struggling they do not look like a playoff team what's that just the reality of all those double headers and yeah being away from not being able to see your family for a long time and i think there's I mean, a lot more that not to mention they were off for a long time too right so yeah yeah they, they were i mean they were quarantined in uh what was it milwaukee for two weeks they all had to stay inside of their hotel rooms for two straight weeks every single player on the team and staff had to stay inside the so that that's not easy i don't like making excuses for them because when they win i don't i don't make you know I don't like to hear, oh, well, they squeaked into the playoffs and won the World Series. Like, you know, so I I, I think uh, when when they struggle, it's OK to criticize. And when they when it's any team, really any team and when they struggle, it's OK to criticize. But whenever they win, you know, it's OK to celebrate. <laughs> um, Max Fried cards are going. Yeah, I got a uh, question. I think on one of my last videos, it might have been my last video, talking about how Max Freed has been playing well. Yes, he's he's killing it. He's absolutely he's five and zero. His ERA is just a hair over three. Um, I I think though, if you're looking at Max Freed as a long term, this is just me personally. What I would do, I would not buy into the Max Freed hype, uh, just because. A lot of that is because the absence, in my opinion, of of Soroka. Mike Soroka right now, obviously he what was he tore his his ankle or ACL. something? ACL, yeah. 
So he's out of the he's out of the rotation. So a lot of that hype is getting picked up. And Freed is playing well. Don't get me wrong. He is playing well, but wins aren't the be all end all. I will say that. Just because somebody is X and O, like, you know, they could have five hundred wins and no losses. That doesn't necessarily mean too much. Just like what was it? King Felix. One one and what was it? He won the AL Cy Young with a like 11 and 13 record, but his ERA was like 2.1 or some nonsense. And he had like 11 Ks per nine. That was I was going to say, man, look at the Groms. The Groms has been, a oh my God, perfect example. Years. Yeah. They can't get any kind of, on it. was it last night? Really he had, yeah. he had like a 13 strikeout performance and they blew it. The Mets are a mess, yeah, man. man. It's, Polar bears struggling. It's one of those weird games, right? Where it's like there's always those certain stats that we're left to believe are important, such as batting average. But yeah. again, it's like the one year Giancarlo Stanton hit like 50 some on home runs. His batting average wasn't great, but you know, as a manager, I'm sure you'd much rather have him drive in what was it like 116 RBIs? Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. Day, that's that, that's that... literally the object of the game: score runs. So. Right. That's the whole uh, misconception, I think, by, around um, Bryce Harper and the fact that he had a down year last year. He had 260. Better than... He had 117 RBIs in like 35, correct me, fact check me, chat, but I believe he had like 35 home runs in 100. You give me that player on the Cardinals, I want that player every day, all day. Put him in the lineup. We're never sorry, bro. You're never getting a rest day because we need that 117 ribbies. And his OPS was through the roof. But yes, does he strike out? Yes. Does he not walk as much as I would like? Yes. But he hits dingers and he scores runs. <laughs> yeah, um, I was actually listening on the way here on the radio too. Uh, this is under the Tigers game, and they brought up an interesting stat. I guess MLB average for striking out now is 32%. So 32% of that, that guys are striking out. But that to me, that, may- that, that was interesting to me because as a sports card investor, I was like, okay, that tells me that the way Major League Baseball is going is they're, they would rather you, you know, maybe not swing for the fence, but they'd rather you drive in those guys, right? Where, yep, it's all about that launch sure, angle maybe. nowadays. Right, and it's like okay, like you can get on base, but if you're stranded on third, that's not going to help you win ball games. Right. Maybe. I'm yeah, wrong. it's who knows. They're 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 definitely taking a different approach than they used. Uh, hitters are definitely taking a different approach, and I mean, let's be real, pitchers are just have more knowledge about how to throw the ball. There's, you know, drive line that whole thing with with teaching players the science behind the game. Obviously, Trevor Bauer is huge on that, and. Uh, but pitchers are just better nowadays. Um, you know, say what you want about them being more injury prone, but and, and you know, you count their innings and you count their pitches and all that. But generally speaking, I think the level of play at the pitcher position has gone up. So we need to see uh, the level of. I guess that's why they're juicing the balls. They were saying last year they were juicing the balls. So. Yeah, they were wild tighter for sure. Yeah. For sure. So we have a no. Go for it. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna go to the next subject, but you. you... No, um, I, I was just gonna say one last thing too. Like it's interesting too, 
because you know late, lately I, I've noticed that you've been investing in pitchers, and I think that's not a bad idea because yeah. think about a guy like Roger Clemens, Pedro Martinez, right? Pedro, the, the goat of those years, right? Well, they called like his nickname for Roger Clemens, right? Uh, rocket, the Rocket, because he was throwing like what ninety four, ninety five. <laughs> And it's like, well, that and he was today. he was absolutely and insane and would and would go off on people, <laughs> right? But but it's just funny, right? Because like he was throwing ninety four and that was yeah, like, that was like That's... the top. And now it's like, you know, yeah, you, you can't even count on on hands anymore. How guy how many guys can even yeah. throw a hundred? Exactly. And if you throw less than ninety five ish, you're not even throwing hard. That's yeah. that's garbage. Is, it's just you are throwing hard, but yeah, <laughs> not the hitters' eyes. Yeah, no, it's it's wild. Also, Pedro Martinez. Shout out to Pedro Martinez. Got completely robbed. I forget which year it was, but he got completely robbed of a Cy Young because he didn't have enough wins. Um, that was garbage. That dude is, in my opinion, the most dominant pitcher I've ever seen in my life. Um, Agreed. He didn't he didn't do it for nearly as long as some of the other guys, but man. When he was when he was great, I don't think there was anybody as great as him. And you can look at the stats too. And boy, anyway, that's that, we could do an entire hour on Pedro versus the other play, pitchers in his generation. But so we got uh, Big D, Big D Mac. I, I don't know. Um, sorry for butchering the name. But thoughts on Bellinger for the rest of the season? I believe he started to pick it up um, a little bit. I know he was. Definitely, definitely struggling. But um, what do you think? I'm looking his stats up right now. But what do you think? So he's he's got eight bombs, only hitting 225, and his OPS is 759. Okay, so uh, how many at bats does he have? Probably like 120, 125. So if if he has a good week, he's he's gonna automatically get that batting average right close back to where it needs to be this is a guy who's playing on literally major league baseball's best team um, yeah if you're looking for a quick flip you know i might i might not say this but to me it's like cody bellinger's a long-term hold anyway so yeah like, oh okay you know if he's having a bad week a bad month to me it's like whatever i'm holding it anyway so yeah i think and- cody bellinger is a top five mlb hitter I really do. Yeah, I agree. And and the fact that his war is he's got point six war, which in 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 one hundred twenty at bats, what are, what are we like? What twenty five ish games into the season? Um, that's not bad considering how low his offensive stats are. So he's he's a very good defensive player too. He, I mean, he's already won a Gold Glove. So, but I would say. Uh, Especially if the price, if you notice, if you notice the prices on him start to drop, I would start scooping him up personally. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, let's see, Ronald. Uh... <laughs> Some of these comments are great, guys. Jake Cronenworth. I don't know, Richard. I know that he hit one of those grand slams out there in Slam Diego, and he was a part of that five grand slam week or whatever. But I don't know too much about him. I don't know, Bert, if you know much about Jake Cronenworth. But I, I think Tim Grisham's going to get the bulk of the playing time, to be honest. Um, 
I think Grisham's also a better player. I'm holding off on Cronworth for, for the time being. Um, but again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and sit here and say I know everything about you know San Diego yeah. Padres. I I don't. Um, but I know they're fun to I've watch. Seen, Grisham getting the majority of the playing time as he should, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, HS highlights says best budget player to buy. Man, this has got to be one it's of the most baseball. frequently asked questions I I receive. I get DMs on. Instagram on Twitter in the live stream, man, it's 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 tough right now because everything seemingly is starting to go up. You know, I did a video not too long ago about the cards, my personal what I would pick up cards under forty dollars, and um, Dakota over at Cards Over Stocks that was like a collaboration video. Um, he did a very similar video, or basically the same video with different cards. <laughs> But uh, I would check those out. If any of those cards are still under 40 bucks, I would say it might be worth it um, on those. But a lot of those have started like that, that Eloy, that, that uh, Heritage Eloy Jimenez has gone from 35 to 65, literally doubling in, in, in two weeks, basically. Um, what's up, Curtis? How's it going? Costa Rica cards, just a little couple of shout outs here. Card collector. Um, Jason Dominguez, I am out on. No, no, no. I am not buying a 17-year-old uh, player that could potentially have issues getting to and from one country to another. Yeah, uh, there's no way long-term I would buy into Dominguez. There's no way. If you've got a little bit of disposable yeah, income and you want to take a 2080 risk, feel free to, but I personally am not going to do that. <laughs> um, let's see. Brandon Lowe, a good buy. <laughs> Here we go. I hope not. I actually just sold one of his cards today. Vlad isn't struggling. He's He's doing better. Right on. That's good to hear. See, because like right here, I just have a snapshot of his season so far, right? So that's good to know. Oh my god! <laughs> Not a Dodgers fan, but damn, they got talent. Yeah, man, they they I picked them as the team to win it all this year. Like big surprise, right? I really took a leap of faith on that one. I know, but <laughs> they. <sighs> If they don't win it this year, like they're never going to. I'm sorry, Dodgers fans. <laughs> What's up, Justin B? I think the wrong one. Um, I think average is Joel says. I think average is overrated. Yelich has bad average. He's doing okay. Otherwise, stats. Yeah, I mean, average is basically, you know, what the baseball cards from the '90s told me that was important and. Just on base percentage is so much more important, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, here we go. Randy Dubnak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's killing it. He's killing it. I don't know. <sighs> Young pitcher. So pitchers historically obviously not so great for the hobby. Um, I personally, and I don't know if you agree, Bird, but I do believe that pitchers performing well 
this season have a potential for a quick, uh, you know, you could quick double up your money for this season. Um, guys like Bieber, Clevenger, Trevor Bauer, um, maybe, maybe Dubnak potentially, but I don't know. I, I would need to see his stats, but from what I've seen, it's like the strikeouts aren't really there. And that's, I don't know, like when I'm investing in a pitcher, I like to see strikeouts and yeah. a guy who can who can have those those postseason seven inning games only allowing a few. Yeah, a few so games. so here's so here's his stats, Randy Dubnik. Um only twenty five years old, so that's cool. Um he's five and one with a one seventy eight ERA. Um, only 16 strikeouts thus far though. Yeah. That is awfully low for, you know, a top tier, uh, pitcher. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, I feel like over time, what you're going to see with that is whether he's a fly ball pitcher or a ground ball pitcher, I don't personally know, but over time, it seems like without those strikeouts, they're going to put some good one on the ball and that yeah it just might get inflated again i, I could be wrong but the strikeouts are, are pretty for for me as an investor yeah they're definitely important because that's what's flat it's like home runs for offensive players it's that's yeah, what it, people are gravitating towards stat. yeah yeah <laughs> um joel yeah yeah, Joel, got to give a shout-out. So far, you're right. I still believe he could be a high-power guy hitting you know, ham sandwiches left and right. But Joel says, I call Polar Bear being trash. I, I wouldn't call him trash, but he's I definitely struggling. But What's that? Joel, um, I wouldn't call him trash either by any means. Yeah. But it was funny because in one of my streams, I said, listen, if there's a guy who, who I'm not investing in this this particular season in a shortened season, it's the polar bear. And I'm I'm glad I didn't. I'm really glad I was right on that so far. I mean there's still half a season left, but Yeah. I think I, I have some of his PSA Yeah. I have some of his PSA tens. I've got some of his raw. Um I hope it's just a sophomore slump and I hope it's just how weird this season and this year has be. been. Um that he's because at this point, I just want to make my money back. Because <laughs> I'm sure they haven't. <laughs> they might have gone up, actually. Like, as crazy as, as, as poor as he's playing, they might have actually still gone up just because of how crazy the sports world, sports card world's been. Um, yo, shout out to HS Highlights for the $1.99 super chat. I appreciate that. Again, um, I know it, it kind of takes us a while to get down this comment stream just because I like to try and get to everybody that uh asks a question that i think i can actually answer with some kind of you know relevance and opinion on but um i i I appreciate that i appreciate that and like i said he's just not a high strikeout guy um his era is very nice though (laughs) um let's see yeah, Joel. He says he, he, this must be backed up a couple minutes because he says, "Stop giving excuses and give me my credit." <laughs> I definitely, I I agree that he is not performing 
and that you were somewhat right, but I will not call him trash just because he's having a down sophomore year because that is very typical for a <laughs> for a player. Um, I think in general, like you know, I always hear like, oh, you know, that player's trash, but it's like he's a major league ball player. Like, can, can we stop calling people <laughs> trash? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. People. Oh, so we're talking about legend. Legends of pitching, Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, Pedro, I think all of these guys. Every single player that anyone has put in chat, Randy Johnson, Pedro, Kurt Schilling, even though Kurt Schilling, guys, a lot of people do not like Kurt Schilling. Like, (laughs) his attitude was, I I like him. Um, That bloody sock game was legendary. That's something that he can... That's a feather in his cap his entire life. That game was legendary. Um, but man, people did not like same with same with the Rocket, Roger Clemens. Nobody really liked him. He was apparently like a weirdo and a jerk. So those are two combinations. You can either be a jerk or a weirdo. You can't be both typically. He he used to pitch games in the playoffs, and let's say he'd go six and a third innings, he'd hop on his jet and fly home. Because his job was done. So he wouldn't stay and watch the rest of the game. He wouldn't cheer on his team. And this is like well-documented stuff. I believe he wow. even wrote about it in his own autobiography. Uh, that's I interesting. That, is that, 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 I assume that's not normal. Like I wouldn't imagine so, right? I don't know. I mean, Maybe it is as a starter, though, like, what else do you, what are you just going to be a cheerleader? Or like hang out in the clubhouse, I guess? I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm a manager, I want the guy to, to be there, right? And it's like, you're, you're part of the team, right? So it's, I don't know. It's like, do you just show up every every fifth day? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, that I, That is I mean, weird. That's just a really small sample size of, of one of the reasons why people don't like him. Obviously, yeah. throwing that, that broken throwing bat the bat. back at Mike Piazza. That was wild. I remember I was watching that game, and like I wanted, I wanted the Mets to win because I I hated the Yankees. Right? Like if if you're not a Yankees, I think it's fair to say as a as a baseball fan, if you're not a Yankees fan, you probably don't like the Yankees. I don't think I'm. That's not a hot take. (laughs) Um, That's an ice cold take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But (laughs) in the Cardinals, the Cardinals and the Mets have like a really long rich rivalry too because of all the stuff that went down in the 80s and stuff um but i didn't care i don't care about that man like that was just bogus and you can say all that you want that he didn't know right people are like oh he didn't know he didn't mean to throw it he was just reacting i was just for, like no come on um let's see belling pred- wow hot take robert b says he predicts bellinger will win mvp I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> it's gonna For be. Uh, I, I assume that's what he means. This was from. This was from. Well, he already has won an MVP, which is incredible because he's super right. young. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think right now in the NL, you've got to. I mean, if it's not Tatis, who who in the world are like, who are you giving it to? I think Tatis um, is, le- is leading in like seven different categories. Yeah. 
It's nuts. He's going to win quadruple crown. I don't even know what the fourth stat will be, but OP, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, can we check Brandon Lowe, Brandon Lau Bowman? I don't even, dude. I don't even know about, but I like, I like my tops. Like I'm holding off on some of the guys that I could be investing in, like um, Dylan Carlson, um, other guys that have come up, but yet don't have flagship tops cards just because I want to get the tops. I just love the way that every year I feel like tops cards look fire. Um, yeah, the photography is gorgeous. Like, photography is on point. Typically, I like the designs. There have been a couple throughout the last couple years that have been like a little bit hard to get used to. Whatever year that Mike Clevenger, was it 2015 or 16? I don't know. But that one was kind of weird because it had like it, the whiting on the edges. It was weird. I don't know. It was weird. But anyways. Um, low at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christy Matthews. Oh, wow. Old school. Christy Matthewson. That is like old, old school. Okay. Yeah. Rob Deere hit a lot of home runs one year. <laughs> Yo, this funny story, funny thing you should bring Rob Deere in. That's a name I haven't heard since I was playing World Series Baseball 95 for the Sega Genesis. I was playing as, funnily enough, the Red Sox. They had Rob Deere and the Rocket, Roger Clemens, on that team. And by mid-July, I had like 76 home runs with Rob Deere. Just mashing ham sandwiches over the monster. It was awesome. Shout out to that game. Uh, okay. Brandon Lau, a good buy. I believe so. Um, he's a beast, man. He's been having a killer year. Um, we did a live cop on this channel maybe about a month and a half or so ago now. And I picked one up for $17. And the last one I saw that sold was like for 90 bucks or so. So... Good ROI, bro. <laughs> um, basketball market is dropping. Wow, PSA nine. Trey Young went down. Yeah, I sold. <laughs> I sold all my a lot of my basketball cards. Um, I mean, we're in playoffs now, so I, I've been selling most of them. I've, mm. I've been starting to just like get profits rather than, oh, you know. Oh yeah. I have nightmares of, of holding on to things too long and it's you know I'd rather just sell take profits move on to the next guy yep day late or day early rather than day late for sure yeah. um cool man we are we are digging deep here any more questions from anybody <laughs> um Jesus Lazardo Ellen Ambrose how's it going hope you're having a good day and night Thanks for hanging out. Um, Jesus Lazardo is great. I like him a lot. I think that his stuff is excellent. And much like Luis Robert, he carries himself as a professional, which is very important, I believe, to uh, maintaining a long, worthwhile career in the MLB. Um, let me look up his stats real quick because it was, it was a while ago. Um, since I've looked up his stats, but 
Okay. Well, not as good as I would like, but let's show him. He's two and one with the three, seven, four, um, and 34 strikeouts. So that's pretty good in, in uh, 33 innings. So, yeah. But that ERA is a bit high. What's that? on a pretty hot team right now, too, in Oakland. So, yeah. I like him a lot, and his card prices, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, in the comment section, but I'm pretty sure he's pretty he's pretty cheap still. Yeah, I think he's pretty... I use the term dirt cheap a lot, and I had a, I had someone ask, what does dirt cheap mean? And it basically means, like, you know, one or two bucks. Um, oh, that's better. Or, that's dirt, dirt cheap. Yeah, that's dirt, dirt cheap. Um, HS Highlights, see ya. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks for watching. How do you feel about selling brands like Heritage and focusing on focusing on Topps flagship? Yeah, I think that's a fine strategy, Shane. Um, you know, buying in at low amounts, seeing the prices like I mean, they don't even have to double. In my opinion, if you get, you know, 30-40% out of a card, profit's profit, baby. Like and and that's my that's my strategy right now. I'm buying into uh kind of the bigger the bigger cards, Bat Up Acuna. If you guys watched my most recent mail day, you saw that I got the Bat Up Acuna PSA 10. I'm trying to sell off cards, raw cards, of some of those NBA players that uh, Michael Porter Jr., um, even Lucas, even Lucas. I'm fine. I'm fine. You buy them for 50, you sell them for 200. I'm fine with that profit margin. Um. But I've been buying into what I consider, you know, the big guns, Juan Soto, um, Acuna, Trout. I, I got a Trout rookie. It's not his official flagship or anything, but we're we're get, we're working on it. That's that's the that's the pie in the sky. I'll own one one day. You best believe that. Oh yeah. Um, Brandon Lowe Heritage. Yeah, I, I don't know the price on that one, Curtis, but uh. Yeah, if, if I mean, what maybe under forty dollars? If it's under forty or fifty bucks, I think that would be a pretty solid buy. Brandon Lau. Um, Justin says the Dodgers called up Gavin Lux for the doubleheader, so maybe hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed for anybody who has got Gavin Lux cards, you can start to pick it up because he uh, didn't last long in his first go around. <laughs> And it was it was his defensive play too. He had like four errors in their inner squad game before the season uh, started. Um, to him as well. I know he was a pretty big prospect, and then he came up with the Nats. Yeah, I didn't buy into him at all. One seventeen, like it was awful. It was definitely under one sixty that he hit. Like it was, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. He, I looked. So what I like to do with a lot, and I suggest you know the viewers and stuff do this as well. If you're really, really trying to get into like who's going to be, you know, if you're looking at prospects, because you know, and and it's not. There's a lot of content creators out there suggesting cards, and obviously I do it, you do it as well. But I always say, do your own research, do your own research, and really dig into the numbers. Baseball America. And you can even go on Fangraphs is like one of my favorite websites. They show you out of, I think it's 80, they judge players based on a 20 to 80 scale, 20 being just god awful 
and 80 being as best as it. And I looked at, I think it was Keyboom, and his offensive stats, like based on the scouts, was like in the 30s and 40s, like for his raw power and his in-game, because there's difference between like raw power and in-game power, I guess. Um, but yeah, they were like not good. And I just didn't, because a lot of people were suggesting, a lot of content creators were suggesting him. Um, and I just, I, I, I never pulled the trigger and I'm happy I didn't. Hopefully he has, I mean, I don't hope he doesn't have a good career, but for the time being, I'm happy that I didn't. Um, Curtis says, I think the market is just starting to expand. I mean, other countries buying and selling eBay is crazy. I agree more. Yeah. Um, I agree more. Which, I mean, soccer, I don't, I know that my channel has a lot of baseball fans and that is kind of the niche that I've carved out, which I definitely, I mean, don't get me wrong. Baseball is my favorite sport. That'll never change. Um, but I am, I'm buying a lot of soccer cards right now. So be on the lookout for those mail day videos coming up here. Um, if you like Cristiano Ronaldo, you're going to be very pleased with my most recent pickups. Um, but I think, I don't know. Can you, you know, we, we talked a little bit before the show about soccer. Um, yeah. Are you are you are you Mitch buying in on soccer at all, or are you kind of just I, I don't know learning. Much, but I, I've been buying soccer for basically since December. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh wow. And I, I've kept a lot of it on the deal um, because you know it, it was just it's tough to talk soccer like yeah our our audience right primarily being split like it's basically split 50 50 between canada and america yeah you get hockey and, and baseball basically are, exactly right but those are countries that like don't really care about soccer but with that being said i've been investing heavily i actually got a video coming out tomorrow it premieres um and it's my top five english premier league pickups um, oh nice so so definitely look out for that but it's interesting that last comment because as i'm picking up these cards and what made me feel really good about these buys is I'm looking at it, I'm seeing cards from the UK, cards from China, cards from Taiwan, cards from Canada, cards from the US, cards from Poland, cards from countries I've never seen before when I'm investing in basketball and the football or yeah. any of these other sports. And it's scary how much larger the market is. And oh my, it's, okay, it's wild. One every four years, but it's soccer, guys, I'm telling you, like, start with some soccer players because it's not too late to get into it it's definitely not it's it's definitely not i i don't and admittedly i'm not saying i'm a, some soccer card guru or even a soccer know-it-all i am very new to being a soccer uh just the, the product i'm new to the product i'm new to the game um my daughter if my three-year-old daughter really likes playing kickball, as she calls it, but it's it's soccer. We kicked around the soccer ball. So that's really kind of ignited my passion, not only for the sport, but also, obviously, I'm going to take that and I'm going to transition that into the sports cards because I'm already doing it for basically every other sport. Um, so I, I have been watching, uh, kind of like you said, silently. If you guys watch 
or check out my Instagram or my Twitter, you know that I have I, I am a Juventus fan. So that is one of the uh, Italian league Serie A teams. They're basically the best team in that league. Um, and Cristiano Ronaldo does in fact play for that team currently. Um, but that was actually after the fact. I I will have to do a video about that because that was a funny thing that happened where I didn't know he was on the team. And it just so happened that he was the basically the only soccer player I ever had heard of. Him and Messi, obviously. But um, I don't think it's too... I have a point with this, I promise. I, um, I don't think it's too late. Yes, the prices have been going insane recently with soccer cards. But I think that the closer we get to the World Cup, the higher and higher these, these cards will go. Um, there, if you're if you got a little bit more of a budget, um, cards that are graded, there's a extreme premium on them because people didn't collect these prism cards. People didn't buy into these uh, rookie stickers, which that's something that the European consumers really like, and obviously most North American consumers don't really understand. Um, but there is money in it, and Yes, the prices have gone nuts. You could basically buy a messy 2014 Prism, you know, three months ago for $5, and now they're pushing 200 for raw. Um, but I don't think that that necessarily means it's just like whenever I said, whenever I said that, uh, uh, shoot, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Connor McDavid was on undervalued this $700 card at the time but now it's what 15 2000 just because something's expensive doesn't mean it's not undervalued is basically what I'm saying <laughs> um obviously though the prices have gone up but it's it's pretty crazy yeah I agree Joel it, prices are getting crazy but I think that we will see them get crazier the more and more yeah go for it they're crazy, but I mean, and they like if you guys watch my video tomorrow, and, and again, by by no means am I saying like, well, buy these cards, but I think what you'll realize is, okay, like they're crazy, but but there's an opportunity here, mm -hmm. specifically in the English Premier League. I find, uh, you know, there there's been a lot of, um, you know, like you said, right? We talked about Messi and Ronaldo. Well, they're in those other leagues, but the EPL, for lack of better terms. They have superstars, but like outside of Mohamed Salah, it's you know okay. I mean, you got twenty goals compared to like the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga, we, we got eighteen, nineteen year olds scoring thirty six goals. But you talking about Kai? For, for more of a Kai Havers. Yeah, exactly. Like Kai Havers, exactly right. But when he he just yeah, signed, or he's a uh, going to go. sign or potentially sign with what Chelsea, I believe. Yeah. Chelsea. Um, yeah. So, so you'll add him in with with Timo Werner. You'll add him. America, as we call him. Yeah, Pulisic. Yeah. Be a very good team, but there's yeah. one team that's that's going to be much better, and you guys will find out that team tomorrow. Yeah, and you know, obviously Messi, considering for the first time ever transferring from Barcelona to, and it looks like Man City is going to be that top dog. And again, guys, I'm not. I don't know nearly enough to even 
speculate on who's going to go where. I'm not saying I do. <laughs> um, you guys know, if you guys have been rocking with the channel for a while, you know I don't like to speak too much about stuff that I'm not very knowledgeable on. But when the best player in the sport is considering leaving, um, I mean, it's just like LeBron leaving or KD leaving. Like, it's a big, big deal, and it will shake up the entire outlook of the entire market. <laughs> um, and I assume whenever we get another Panini, what, Donruss or Optic set, and you can see in that messy card with him in, if he ends up going to Man City, that card's going to probably be, what, oh my God, oh expensive. My well, it'll, I don't know. Think but. about it, right? I mean, like, let's let's take lebron james as an example lebron james first prison in a lakers uniform it's nuts oh my god it's so expensive 15th season it's not even like it's a second year card it's just (laughs) yeah right it's i don't know i I mean i saw a psa 10 the other day well above 200 bucks i I could be wrong it could be much higher by now but it's like you know (laughs) it's not the silvers are like like i used to be I used to throw out, you know, all the, all the crap yeah. I got, and it's like, I might want to reconsider that. Yeah, man, it's nuts. I've picked up some first year, uh, Anthony Davis, like first year, like this year of him in Laker mm-hmm. attire, but it, I assume it's gonna be the same thing. Now I don't know how Panini makes Donruss and Optic. I know that the first year they did Donruss. Optics were basically inserts, so you couldn't just go out and buy optic uh, blasters and stuff for soccer. Um, and I don't know how frequent they make them, so no, they I'm obviously looking at that the other night. Yeah, um, they don't. They definitely don't make them every year. They make Prism World Cup obviously every time there's a World Cup. Um, yeah, which is every four years. But it would be interesting. I wish they would. They might start making them Donruss soccer cards every year, if that happens. Donruss is coming out in November, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I'm cool. Checking it out. Uh, Beckett Beckett has like a release date, hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was November. Be- yeah, it was because I was upset because it was like a day before or day after the NHL came out for Upper Deck. So I'm pretty sure yeah. it's November. Well, that's awesome because I'll definitely be trying to find some of that. Uh, Gaming God LJ says I bought a McKinney 2019-2020 Tops Chrome for eight bucks. Uh, Weston McKinney just signed with Juventus, which is my the squad that I have uh, either fortunately or unfortunately um, kind of started supporting. So that's pretty cool. He's the first. American player to ever play for Juventus and the, the club's been around for like 150 years almost. So that's pretty special. I think that's a pretty good buy. Those tops Chrome cards um, are, I, I mean, again, I don't know too much about the soccer card market. So take it with a grain of salt, but I, it seems like they're disgustingly underpriced compared to their optic counterparts. Um, Cause that the, McKinney optics are going for like thirty dollars. The rated rookies. So that's all it's going for. It might be a little bit more, but last time I checked, those were the comps. They're the they're asking like forty or fifty, but the comps are like right around thirty bucks. Um, 
What about the top Robert BS? What about the soccer tops attacks cards? We we were actually just talking about this right before we went live. I actually bought a couple of those. I don't think for financial reasons you would ever want to invest in them. Um, if you want to have a pack to crack and just open up, sure, have fun with it. Um, it's basically like a phone app game that you can scan a QR code and uh, I guess have a little card game battle with soccer cards. But, <laughs> oh, man, I pulled a Dybala, which is one of Juventus's best scorers, and I kind of went nuts. And my girlfriend was telling me to shut up and that I'm an idiot, which is rightfully so. <laughs> um, 17. Have you seen? Uh, Loader. Curtis asks, I have a top stadium club. I don't know who that is. Are you? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's funny though. Like when I originally first first read that, I thought maybe he meant Loriano. <laughs> Obviously, he did go nuts. I did. I I basically was like Dibala, go 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 go. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't say. She didn't call me an idiot. She's she's not that. She's not that rude. I'm not that rude. Hey, listen, man. Some wives are always watching, or girlfriends, <laughs> or whatever it might be. But yeah, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> no the attacks cards i would not say i mean maybe if 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 soccer cards get nuts and that's what we got to go after kind of like how we're going after hoops and and uh other low-end uh panini products on these Giannis's and on these ad's and stuff potentially maybe but i would say no <laughs> they're probably not good for investing in uh robert <laughs> yeah. soccer, that's like fifth place like you got your prism world cup and then select even and then optic so yeah no i like i like the look of select way more than the prism just i don't know man it's funny because oh, i'm not that's all i was on cards well it's i get it it's their flagship you know it's like tops uh series one series two update that's their flagship and then you have stuff like fire you have stuff like heritage archives all that those are supplementary basically but i get it i get that i, I get it but man they do not in my opinion look good it was funny because i was on with brad on cards over stock our uh comeback card investor is the name of his channel and he was like i was eating chipotle because he was doing the cards and cake thing with me and brandon chung and he's like man get that out of here i'll have to make some counterfeit 2012 prisms <laughs> Okay, man. <laughs> All right, guys. We've been rocking and rolling for about an hour and ten minutes. We're going on an hour and seven minutes right now. Um, anything you want to tell these good folks? Where to find you? No, where your socials are? Just thanks for having me on. Um, if you guys haven't checked out the channel at Cape Sports, I would appreciate that. Uh, that's always awesome. But more specifically, guys smash this like button if less alex is the man he's been he's been rocking with red cape sports since like day one like <laughs> literally like since since red cape sports came out of womb less alex was there supporting <laughs> us so no, and it, he's it a cardinal first fan, follower so. on twitter too so and first follow on twitter because we were, <laughs> we were slacking on the three game ball so 
Um, but yeah, everybody, thank you so much. Make sure to go check out Red Cape Sports. Um, follow them on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and I will have a link to their channel in the description after this finishes up. I'll put that in there. Um, make sure to go check them out. They great videos, great insight. The the production values through the roof. Um, I hope to one day get to a fraction of that level of production value. Um, but thanks everybody for watching, for listening. If you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure to give it a five star review on whatever app you're listening to it on. And if you're watching it and you want to listen to it, because maybe you got to go to work and you know, if you don't have YouTube read, YouTube is terrible to actually listen to things off in the background. Uh, you know, check it out on the podcast app and uh, yeah, help support it over there. Make sure to like this video if you've enjoyed it. And if you're new here and you made it an hour and eight minutes and 17 seconds, holy smokes, what are you doing? Smash that subscribe button. Join the team. Get in that comment section. And of course, best way to help support the content, head on over to patreon.com slash Alex and uh, check out all the perks and stuff. It's just more than anything, it's a great way to help support the content and uh, make sure that I can continue to do this every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody, thank you all so much. Until the next time, I'm going to be going live tomorrow with um, Flipping Steve and Brandon Chung. That'll be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to be talking a lot of soccer. Both of those guys know much more than I know. I uh, probably will ever. They probably forgot more than I know about soccer and soccer cards. So. Check that out tomorrow. Thanks, Bird. I appreciate you coming on. We'll have to do it again. Thanks for having me. And uh, shout out to Jackson as well. We do know each other on a first name basis. There you go. <laughs> Until next time, keep cracking packs, keep collecting, and I'll see you all in the next one.